The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of the Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. That's from 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 5 to 8. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream, and God said, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Solomon answered, You have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. My dear friends in Christ, oh, we've probably all seen those TV shows or movies or comic strips or comic books that have genies in them. And, well, how many of you have watched the movie Aladdin. If you were around back in 1965 to 1970, dating myself a little bit here, but if you were around then, you probably watched those I Dream of Genie shows. And maybe if you weren't around then, maybe you've seen them in, in reruns. But all of those genie shows, books, whatever, they always get us to think about what would we ask for if we found this magic lamp that had the genie in it and the genie said, what are your three wishes? Well, right now, because of the current circumstances, if you've thought about that question, you, or if you just have it come in front of you right now, you'd probably just say, I, I want a cure or a vaccine for this virus. But now, if it weren't for that virus, the answers that people would have, oh, I'd want a million or a billion dollars. I'd want a new house, a new car, a new cell phone, new video game setup, a big screen TV, or, or who knows what a person may end up asking for. In our text, the genie didn't come before Solomon, but God came before Solomon. Solomon, well, the Lord came to him, and the Lord said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. We need to realize that as the Lord came to Solomon, so also he comes to us. And really, basically, he asks us the same question, and what would you ask for? Solomon had just been made the third king of Israel. He had ruled with his father David for a time, and, and that meant that he did have some experience, and he wasn't a foolish politician. When you look at his reign, well, what he did is he got rid of the opposition to his being on the throne there in Israel, and 
And he did make alliances with other nations, not because Israel was weak and needed help, but because Israel at this time was a very prominent, a powerful nation. Well, Solomon appears to be a very good king at first like that, but he did have his, his weaknesses. He did make his mistakes, and a key mistake that he made is with some of the alliances he made. He made an alliance in which he married the Egyptian pharaoh's daughter, and he made other alliances in which he married other foreign women like that as well, and, and those foreign women led to his downfall because he got drawn into their idol worship. Yet at the time of our reading, Solomon was a believer. He was a believing child of God, and well, Scripture tells us he followed in the statutes of his father, David. Well, early in his reign, and we're looking at this section here right now especially, Solomon went to the tabernacle, the tent temple that the Israelites had worshipped in with Moses back in the wilderness until the time that Solomon actually got the temple in Jerusalem built. Anyway, they, Solomon went there and he had a, a huge sacrifice to the Lord. The Bible tells us that he offered 1,000 burnt offerings. And most likely what he did with those offerings is he probably, since this was the beginning of his rule, he probably was asking God for his help to be a good king over God's people. Well, that night in a dream, the Lord came to him and said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. And that was such an amazing offer. It was like God giving him an absolute blank check. And he could have asked for anything. And for that matter, what he could also have done is he could have looked at that offer from God and said that he didn't need anything, that he had everything under control. But instead, he humbly said, I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Solomon was young at that time. He was probably about 20 years old, but he was hardly a child. He probably had his own son already, a son by this time already. And I doubt very much that anyone would have accused him of being an inexperienced and a poor leader as well, of not knowing what he was doing, knowing what he was doing. But... He knew that he needed the Lord's help if he was going to be a good ruler over God's people. And that recognition on the part of Solomon was so important. And really that acknowledgement on our part as well that we need God's help. That is something that is so important in this life. And as long as Solomon remembered that, as long as we remember that, we're really going to be in good shape. Well, Solomon continued, Your servant is here 
among a people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. Solomon knew that he had quite a task ahead of him. He knew that he was the king over the nation from which the Savior was one day to be born. And he knew that he and his people had the job, the responsibility of getting that message of the promises of God out into the world so that more people could know about the grace and love of God. Well, actually, when you think about this story, the key to the question that the Lord asked of Solomon, ask for whatever you want me to give you, the key to that question for Solomon, the key to the question for us, what would you ask for, isn't really in what we would ask for. The key to this question is really in Solomon's recognition and in our recognition as well that we are weak, sinful human beings who have a sin problem. On our own, we would deserve eternal punishment. Thank God that you know you have a sin problem. And thank God also that you know that the answer is in Jesus, our Savior. There's the answer. And now, oh, a, a billion dollars, uh, a vaccine cure, the end of racial problems in this world. You know, those aren't things that are going to fix this world. Those aren't things that are going to fix this world. So again, think of that question. What would you ask for? A great answer for us to that question is really to just join the tax collector in Jesus' parable, the Pharisee and the tax collector, and say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And then to believe and know that God is merciful to us and that he does want us in heaven with him forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, give us the humbleness Solomon had at the beginning of his reign over Israel. Like Solomon, help us to always recognize that we need your help, and then also to know that you give us all the help we need in Jesus, who lived and died for us and took care of our sin problem completely for us. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.